From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrin. Thanks for inviting me into your home. Long haul truck, RV, camper, taxi. Your parents' well-appointed rec room. Your loft. That greasy spoon just off the interstate and your cabin in the woods. Hello to all of you listening in on one of our affiliate stations across North America. And incidentally, why don't you send me an email and let me know which affiliate you listen to. RichardSerrett1 at gmail.com. RichardSerrett1 at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you. Don't forget to download the free Conspiracy Show app and listen anywhere in the world. And hi to you checking us out on the Conspiracy Show YouTube channel. However and wherever you're listening, I bid thee the warmest of welcomes and I thank you for your fine company. Dr. Douglas James Cottrell is standing by. Uh, mm-hmm. This hour, we will be doing predictions for 2019. Now, just a heads up. We are rebranding the YouTube channel very soon. Uh, we're going to be posting my, in addition to the Conspiracy Show, which, of course, is available once a week, we're also going to be posting my podcasts. Conspiracy Unlimited will be there and the Rock and Roll Twilight Zone. So the YouTube channel will now be called Strange Planet with Richard Serrett, which is, of course, the name of the website, strangeplanet.ca, strangeplanet.ca. So, as I say, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell, remote viewer, medical intuitive, clairvoyant, the last of the sleeping prophets, is with us. And uh, this hour, predictions for 2019. If you have any, uh, we'd love to hear from you, and we'll open up the phone lines. If you have predictions, could be in the field of geopolitics, domestic politics, Canada, the United States, the world. It could be earth changes. It could have uh, something to do with the economy, perhaps popular culture from the world of entertainment, from the world of sports, you name it. First of all, Douglas, how do you prepare when you're doing predictions? Are these just things that pop into your head and you write them down, or are these the result of going into a quantum meditative state? How do they come to you? It's not uh, popping into my head. Uh, remember, it's um, I'm masterful at what I do. I've been doing this since 1974, and I'm pretty much skilled in this technique that Edgar Casey, Ross Peterson, and Paul Solomon share or have performed. This is getting in contact with what I call the middle mind. In the East, it's called Shamanti mind. It's a matter of going to that uh, meditative state that's beyond uh, meditation, vegetation, relaxation, to the next level, which is to see in the mind's eye objects and to get in touch with different planes of consciousness. It's the next higher level, which is an awareness. I see visions. I see dreams. I have done meditations. This is how amazing this conversations with the Akashic field is, which is in contact with that all knowledge, that area of consciousness, which we are attempting to touch upon when we do these experiments using your mind's eye. So using this knowledge, this ability to perceive things at a distance or remote view, if you will, you can then focus on events. And uh, this middle mind is kind of like, self-hypnosis, some people would say it. It's not really. It's kind of like a quiet mind that if you ask it a question, it gives you an answer. But if you don't ask a question, it's perfectly okay with just sitting in this quiet space. So when people ask me questions, like we did a prediction on Mars, and uh, I think Graham Steen-Ragland has a YouTube video out there about that, where I was making predictions that they would find life on Mars, and they had to be very careful not to bring that life back to Earth with them because it would cause problems for us. So I was looking forward. My mind was in Mars, and this would be some time ago, 
and I was able to see that there would be a trip to Mars, that there would be some life found on Mars, but then also a warning was that they had to be careful, you know, don't be contaminated and bring it back. So this mind is able to see things like that. The experiences in Spain, the flooding that's going on now, the political upheaval, I had an 11-page article in the Antar magazine in 2011 forecasting all the political upheavals, the riots in the street, the situations like Franco's time where police on mounted horses trying to control crowds, the disasters of the banks uh, when the banks uh, went under. We were able to see those things in this vision state and put them down on paper, and they come true. Now, people usually say, oh, my God, that's so bad, that's so terrible, I don't want to hear about it. Well, along with the bad is the good. There is coming up, I've seen uh, cures, revelations, in, and I think I've even mentioned this on your show. Matter of fact, a lot of things I've mentioned on your show in the past, we have been forerunners to different things like the center of the earth spinning at a different speed than the crust. And that is responsible for the climate change and earth changes, you're saying. Uh, That's about, right, yes. because with the, with the uh, molten lava heating up, its volcanic activity is kind of one of those things that's in the background. We were talking about, we hear earthquakes at 7.0 or whatever it was in Alaska. I had said everything west of the Rockies, including the jewel of the north, was going to suffer. And this is what's going on. We're looking at earthquakes, we're looking at political upheavals, but really the secret silent killer is volcanoes, and we're looking at Etna and Vesuvius going off, and I think this might happen this next year or two, but this next year when you see uh, Edgar Casey predicted the same, Ross Peters and Paul Solomon as well, Bill Scallion with his map of the future world, which is, oh my God, it's, it's like, you know, the world as we know it, everything's flooded, the middle of the U.S. is flooded, the west coast of the U.S. is gone. Well, speaking I of have, which, you, you had a vision of the White House being virtually underwater. Not underwater, but flushed out. It was empty. It was like a big wave came up. All the bushes were gone. The toilets had backed up, and there was feces all over inside the building. And there were street people living in the building. And in this vision, I was going along, touching the walls, and going with some degree of awe that I was in the White House. But the house was flushed out, which meant that there is going to be a tsunami or a tidal wave or something coming up the Potomac, and it's going to wipe out or flood out the White House. We've also seen... Do you have a time um, on that? Do you have a time frame on that? Well, it's going to be close. I'm looking at these things happening. Not the White House, you know, next year, but I would say in the next five years. I'm getting four years in my mind as I'm looking now. Okay, but, so... Uh, uh, but uh, let, me, let me say yeah. the time clock starts for all these things to happen when Mount Etna and Mount Vesuvius go off and have volcanic explosions at the same time. I've seen the continent of Africa shrink, and that's because there is a flat plain around the outside of, of Africa, so it's only like three meters above sea level. And if the sea rises up three meters, which is, what, 10 feet, we're going to see Africa flooded out all around the plain, which means my predictions on Spain are coming true, where in the north of Spain, in uh, San Sebastian, there's already flooding taking place there. And last year, this, the Spanish government came out with a warning that the, the Mediterranean is going to rise between 5 and 15 meters. So we're seeing connecting scientific data. In, in this book, and prior to this one, 2012 and beyond, we have predicted that the 
temperature of the ocean was going to increase not one, not two, not three, but four degrees. And right now we're into two degrees, which is absolutely disastrous. I predicted also the hurricanes going on both sides of Florida. And that's what we're seeing is this terrific, horrific weather because the sea is heating up. And there's all kinds of other destruction around the planet as we see the coral reefs are, are around Australia are decimated. This red plume is going around and it's making the sharks come into fresh water. We've seen sharks come into the St. Lawrence and up in, in Lake Erie. How did they get up over Niagara Falls? Wait a minute. Maybe they Shark- went through the wait a minute. Canal, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sharks in Lake Erie. Yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? So, is that what you're seeing? You're seeing sharks in Lake Erie? I predicted that before. So the only way they would come in would be the the, the oceans. But my point is, the oceans are so hostile that the animals are fleeing, and right. sharks can live in fresh water. But the point being is that you know there's this phenomenon: why are birds dying in, in mid-flight? Why are fish uh, turning up in uh, great amounts in whales? Because the oceans are so toxic right now. Why are they toxic? Because the earthquakes at the bottom of the ocean, the volcanic activity below the surface, is causing this toxicity to go around the world. Mm-hmm. And here we are sticking oil wells down in the ocean. What happens when they break? Oh, my God. But the countdown is when you see Vesuvius and Etna go off, then you're going to see these other volcanic activities happen. I predicted, I think on your show, a couple of years ago anyway, that... In Wyoming, there's going to be a huge volcano. And now the scientists are talking about Old Faithful in that area being a very massive volcano, a ticking bomb waiting to go off. This is not my words. This is their words. And I had seen the ash from that western part of Wyoming coming right across the U.S. and affecting even Canada. Okay, we've got to take a time out here, Douglas. But yes, um, Yellowstone, they've been talking about that massive volcano there for many years and you're saying that's getting ready to blow as well all right we'll take a time up more predictions when the conspiracy show returns right after this question everything this is the conspiracy show with richard sarrett Welcome back. Hey, don't forget uh, The Conspiracy Show. We're on uh, Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash The Conspiracy Show. Patreon.com forward slash The Conspiracy Show. Consider becoming an official sponsor or official donor. All right, Douglas James Cottrell. Dr. Douglas James Cottrell stays with us. We have you on record that uh, Mount Vesuvius on Mount Etna, you're seeing a major eruption. This is the key to it all. Once that happens, the time clock starts and all these other things that we've seen. But also, I wanted to tell people, you know, right, right now, the economy is going through a severe downturn, having silver or gold coins, having seeds to grow your own food. Number one, don't have any debt. Debt is slavery. Get out of debt and be prepared for these times of extremes. Now, the economy is going down extremely. It's going to rebound back up, I think, probably by the end of 2019 maybe closer to 2020. Well, where, where do you see the downturn? In the United States, all the indicators are pretty good, actually. Well, I'm saying that they're going south. Do you have a time and, frame uh, on that? Right now. this uh, uh, I saw China, China becoming the world power right now uh, with the sanctions going on. Remember, I'm a Canadian. I'm not American, so I don't really take sides. Uh, but I've seen the, the, the Chinese, uh, this trade war and the sanctions, what they're doing is diversifying. 
they're going to other countries that don't fall into the area of tariffs, and they're starting manufacturing plants because we in the West are consumers, and we're going to go down to the dollar store, and we're going to buy that stuff all the time no matter what. And so there's going to be this, this shift of economic power, and it looks like it's going to be a trade war, but it's, uh, it is devastating. We're seeing the manufacturing sector. We're seeing raw materials going through the roof. We're seeing government scramble. Uh, but this is a time of extremes. On the backside of that is that people are going to step up. They're going to fix the problem. We're going to have discoveries, more inventions, and we're going to have some discoveries in health areas. Uh, there already have been some okay. breakthroughs in cancer. Okay, I, I want to stick to geopolitics. Let's let's just um, wait for the. I know that's your, I know that's your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just focus on geopolitics for a second. Okay, because uh, I do want to talk about and and Albert brought this up uh, before the program, and that has to do with what's happening with Russia and Ukraine. Of course, Russia seized a couple yeah. of uh, Ukrainian ves- vessels and some yeah. some they're navy. Just, some... It looks to me like uh, just like they're being bowled over, like somebody's kneading dough, and they're just rolling over the Ukraine. And uh, Mr. Putin, and I, 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 prior to the election, or at the time of the election in the U.S., uh, we had a discussion, and I said, Mr. Putin is is just going to, um, you know, take advantage of everybody, and he's doing it. Right now, he's home free. He's making deals with everybody, and uh, it just, he's, there's no check. There's, and same as North and South Korea, there's no, there's no check out there now to check the balance of power. And so all of these dictators in the world, uh, from Turkey to the Philippines, they're all on the move, and Mr. Putin's leading the way. He is so, a masterful politician, masterful. So, so do you see Russia like a full-scale invasion of the Ukraine? I see it like it looks when you take dough, and the image I have in my mind when, you, when you're making bread, you take dough when you put it in your hands and you just kind of roll it over, you know, on the table. This is just, just what I'm looking at, a big rollover, and the Ukraine won't have any resources, they won't have any protection, um, and nobody's going to stop them. When do you see this happening? Right now. It's, on, it's, it's happening right now. It's going to continue. So do you see, like, tanks pouring across the border, soldiers? Well, the, the image I had was a big roll. Right. So I'm going to say that it's going to be like this, rolling over. They're just going to be absorbed. You know, when you take dough and you put it across the table, it absorbs everything underneath it. So I don't think there's going to be, uh, like, the same as this, uh, this uh, boat bucking or, or banging. Uh, you know, it was, it was a show of force, but no real, you know, I mean, they captured all the ships. So it was like a, a passive, uh, uh, a passive attack, if I can use those terms. It was passive, and they captured the ships. So they'll just move over, take over the economy, take over whatever um, they want, and there won't be any. There won't be any recourse because they're so powerful. Russians are so powerful. Interesting. All right. Uh, well, you I, mentioned I, North South Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there have been, there are some pretty powerful sanctions in place against North Korea, but China is cheating, of course, and and uh, probably That's Russia right. as well. Well, I predicted on your show when uh, Mr. Un became uh, the president of North Korea that one of the first things he would do, everybody thought he was going to be assassinated uh, because he was so young and naive, but he outfoxed them all. And one of the things I said is he's going to find a way to try to unite the country. I was hoping it would be on a positive note. But uh, he's just going to take over the country, and his regime will be the ruling regime, but with modifications. I don't think it's going to be so totalitarian. 
as the North is, uh, because he likes the West. When you see him, he's a little kid when he went out visiting uh, the places in the West or wherever China, wherever he was. So I think he's going to um, uh, have a, some sort of uh, control, iron fist control, but he's going to become more of a capitalist because there's more money in that for him. Yes, I was. I'm going to make a, a, a prediction, and mine. I mean, I'm 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 not uh, arriving at this through quantum meditation or anything. I'm just kind of. Yes, I'm going to put myself out on the, a limb here. Yeah, your intuition, you're okay. You, you know. All right, you, I'm going to see. I'm going to see. It's going to be like the Soviet Union. North Korea is going to collapse, and I don't. It's not going to be unification of North and South. Uh, I, I see. I see uh, the regime falling. I see because what's what's propping up. Un is the ability to bribe those people around him, including family members. He has to buy their loyalty. Otherwise, there'd be a shiv in his back in no time. So what does he have to to buy them with? Mercedes-Benz, Rolex watches, gold, are, uh, all of these things. And this is being choked off. I think that Un will fall, but I, I do see... Um, I do see the end of North Korea's uh, nuclear capabilities, and there will be this huge debate about who's responsible. There will be those calling for a, a Nobel Prize for Trump, but of course, the climate being what it is, no one will want that to happen, uh, and uh, he will be denied a Nobel Prize. But North Korea will fall, they're ne- they're, they will be denuclearized, but there will not be an immediate absorption of North Korea by South Korea. The South Koreans don't want it, because it would cause just the same as uh, when when East okay. Germany reunified with West Germany, there was tremendous economic uh, difficulties in, in, in the beginning, um, and so it, it, it'll be under the control of the Chinese, and they don't want uh, unification, obviously. But there will be a denuclearization of North Korea, and it's going to happen before 2021. What do you think okay. of that? Well, that's good rationalization, but. Uh my impression is that he's, uh, uh, it, it's, it's in opposition to what you just said. It is, he's, indeed. He's, he's going to come out of this as, uh, as a very strong world leader because he's not afraid to use his weapons and he's not afraid to kill people. All right. What do we see for Iran? Are they going to get the nuke, are they going to get the bomb? Uh, there's going to be, this is often referred to as a tinderbox, uh, between Turkey and, um, and Iran and Iraq, uh, in, in this, uh, this has always been seen as the tinderbox. I saw Iran and Iraq uh, like a heart, uh, like a big, a big bubble up of a heart, a long time ago. So I said to some uh, some Persian man, I said, "Do you ever think they could be brothers or love each other?" He said, "Not in your life." <laughs> so I said, "Well, there goes that image." But uh, this is where the Third World War is going to come between Turkey and the Middle East, and so uh, uh, I don't see uh, any anything less. Then more uh, uh, conflict and more dirty tricks and, uh, you know, the, a lot of extortion. And uh, it, it's a really bad place to be. Somebody, on, I think on your show, we did one day, a lady called up and said that she had uh, a vision. She was making a prediction where she saw, she looked down. She was in in uh, Tehran, I think, and she was looking down and she could see that the ground was, uh, under the ground was all on fire. So I'm not sure if that's a sabotage or if that's uh, something that means that there's going to be some uh, earth 
uh, res- change responsibility that's going to cause the oil fields to uh, to burn underground, which I think is a scientific uh, possibility. So between, I don't see any settlement. There's nothing, absolutely, there's no settlement here. And I think that the, the more the, the politics are being polarized, the hatred in the world, uh, it's just like uh, civil war is developing in the U.S., it's developing in Turkey, it's developing in the Middle East, it's in, it's in France, it's in Spain, uh, it's in Argentina. Uh, you know, just everybody's two sides are polarizing each other, and there's the haves and the have-nots, and I just don't see that changing. There's no, there's no great power in the world that would like to, moral power, that is to say, to make it stop. It's just going to get worse and worse and worse for whatever reasons. Um, the people will be enriching themselves, and uh, this this situation. Three people have had uh, uh, dreams about Mr. Trump being in really, really serious trouble, and I think this next little while, in the next uh, few months, some bad stuff's going to happen to him and his family. Now, this has been corresponded by other people, and I'm not I'm not intellectualizing it, and I'm not taking sides, as you know. I'm, I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I'm I'm a Canadian guy who sees weird things, and then years later they come true. And so uh, the thing I see now is that uh, uh, the change that's going on in the U.S., there's a whole new crop of uh, young people running for office, and that is going to be uh, a blessing in the next, you know, two or three election cycles. But what's going on right now is, uh, is too extreme, and there's nobody really paying attention to uh, the climate, to the volcanoes, and to the earth warming concepts and all that, that really, you know, tell you the truth, Richard, I don't think anybody can stop it. I don't think there's well, any... Well, no, any I, I mean, I, I believe that, 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 that these are, I mean, climate... Climates change, and that's what I mean. We are still in an interglacial period. You know, technically, we're still in in an ice age. We still have ice at the North and South Pole. There were times in the Earth's history when there was there was no ice at the North and South Pole. We're still in an interglacial uh, period. So climates change. That's what they do. That's because the planet didn't have ice in those locations now, because it was North and South Pole were elsewhere in the world. Mm. And uh, you know, we're talking about Earth wobble and the slip. The the natives in uh, in Norway, where I have been, have been reporting that the stars are going south, which means the Earth is tilt- tilting back. Um, I recently made a prediction for Australia uh, just a couple of days ago or a week ago where I was saying that the outback was going to, in time, develop into a lush uh, vegetation area. The only way that would happen would be if there were prevailing winds changing and or the location of Australia would change. Also saw a landmass coming up off the east coast of Argentina and one somewhere more land between um, uh, south of Australia and uh, what's it called? Uh, Tanzania? Tanzania. Uh, no, not Tanzania. What do you call it? In 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 um, southeast Africa? No, no, no. I'm talking about south of Australia. What's that? Oh, Tasmania. 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 That's right. So Tasmania. Tas. Well, there we go. Sleep at night. I'll, I'll beg that I'm an old man and it's getting tired. But anyway, the, the point is that these things are going to happen, not just in this next year or two, but this is going to be for the next maybe 10 years that we're going to see these earth changes, land masses appearing. And this is a reason why we're, we're flooding. There has, um, I think my daughter had a dream that there was a, uh, uh, a, a tourist, uh, what do you call it, a cruise ship 
that had uh, gone ashore in Egypt and was inland a fair bit. And my son Douglas had a dream, or I think it was Douglas, had a dream about, again, a cruise ship that was inland in Texas, you know, 20 miles or something. And the only thing that's going to happen is when there's going to be a sudden surge of the ocean or something that's going to pick up the ships and move them around. Now, is that going to happen, uh, in, you know, in my lifetime? Maybe, maybe not. But these things are coming. I've also seen that we are going to make a breakthrough and we're going to go to another planet. I've actually watched the spaceship launching with the colonists going to another planet. And on the planet, there's it's half dark and half light. And uh, so the planet wasn't like Earth. It was kind of like they were living on the dark side of the planet. And it was like older men with, with young wives and young men with older women. That was sort of how the culture developed there. Kind of a strange dream. In, in other words, we're going to colonize another planet before, <laughs> in, in your lifetime? Well, I was, I was watching this happen. So, you know, I'm almost 70, so maybe in the next 20 years, if I live to be 90, but uh, let's say I live to be 85, so next what, 10 or 15 years. Are we talking about Mars? No, this was, a, this was another planet. It was a smaller planet. It was, it was being colonized, uh, and they lived on the dark side of the planet. It was dark and white, but they lived on the dark side. So that would mean it would be a planet that didn't turn or rotate so much. So this was uh, like an exoplanet with a similar atmosphere to Earth's? Yes, yeah, there are people living, I could see the, you know when you're on an airplane, you're looking down at the ground and you see the, the cities are all lit up? Right. Well, that's right. what I was looking at. All right. So, okay, so stay we tuned. Have, we we're going we're to come back. We'll take a time out here, Douglas. When we come back, I'm going to make my prediction for Iran. Stay tuned for that. Back with more of The Conspiracy Show. The truth will set you free. But first, it will really tick you off. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett. Welcome back. Douglas James Cottrell stays with us. Predictions for 2019 and beyond. And uh, just before I give you my prediction for Iran, and you mm-hmm. can do with it what you will, uh, we've heard uh, uh, Douglas's uh, comments on Iran, on, on Russia and Ukraine, uh, Earth changes, and uh, more of that just ahead. Uh, just a reminder that next week on The Conspiracy Show, Rosemary Ellen Guiley, our paranormal investigator, uh, will be with us in Hour 2 uh, for her regular monthly visit. In Hour 1, open lines, ask me anything. First hour of the program. That's next week on The Conspiracy Show. Just a reminder, my podcast, Conspiracy Unlimited, drops three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And you can listen and subscribe at Conspiracy Unlimited podcast.com conspiracyunlimitedpodcast.com now just ahead of my prediction uh, for Iran let me um, remind you of uh, Douglas James Cottrell's remote viewing uh, um, course give us the particulars about that again Douglas uh, people go to my website douglasjamescottrell.com uh, it's on the first uh, it's on the first page click on the uh, uh, top of the page go to courses and you'll see a video uh, about courses in self-development. And just under there, there is uh, a link that says, we are now taking applications for our next quantum meditation nine-day intensive course uh, in early 2019. If you're interested in applying, please click here. Okay. People will apply. We'll give them the particulars, the cost, the location. And uh, it's a small class, by the way, you know, 10, 12 people. We don't uh, have great big classes because we give a lot of personal and intensive uh, uh, teachings. 
And the people who have taken the course, uh, I, I've been everywhere before. They, they've given me video compliments about uh, what an intensive course it is. It covers the full range of uh, the intuitive skills and skills and abilities. And not only do I tell them what they are, I can demonstrate them and explain them, and I can teach people, and that's the truth. All right. Let me uh, remind people the website again is Douglas James Cottrell, or Cottrell, that's C-O-T-T-R-E-L-L. Douglas James C-O-T-T-R-E-L-L dot com. Mm -hmm. Now, here's my prediction for Iran. I'm seeing in 2019, again, due to the effects of the, of sanctions, Iran's economy is in absolute shambles. Uh, and more and more companies are pulling out of Iran. I'm seeing uprisings. I'm seeing widespread uprisings. We've seen hints of these. They've been put down, uh, but they they are going to be they are going to intensify through 2019. And I see the I see the regime Iran ruled by these. Uh, it's a theocracy ruled by the the mullahs. I see them pulling out. I see them leaving. And I'm seeing a new revolution in Iran, and a return of the Shah. The Shah's uh, son, who is uh, residing in the United States, I believe he's in Washington. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to say 2019, we will see uprisings. I'm not going to, I don't see the return of the Shah until the following year. Regime change in Iran. That's what I'm seeing. I know that would that be interesting, s- Richard. That would be very interesting if that happens, yeah. All right. Now, um, let's continue on for, uh, for a moment on, uh, on politics. In Canada, in 2019, October of next year, we have a federal election. Uh, what do you see happening there? Well, I think it's going to be a liberal government again, but it'll probably be a minority government this time. Um, there's, uh, you talked about upheavals, and uh, this is right across the world now. This is the, this is the, the whole idea. We have this conflict. Uh, uh, Mr. Ford is thinking about becoming prime minister. Uh, we have... Uh, the same sort of uh, polarization taking place and people are not happy. Uh, but Mr. Trudeau will still be prime minister. All right. And, and if he is, um, what of the, the conservative leader, Andrew Scheer? Will he, will he be, uh, ousted? Will he run again? What will happen to Scheer? Uh, I see him picked up and it looks like he's being carried forward on the, you know, when, you know, when somebody is a hero, they, people pick him up in a crowd. And they, they kind of throw them around the crowd. But I'm not sure if they're picking them up to throw them out of the building or <laughs> picking them up to throw them up on the stage. But he's, he's on top. This is the image I have right now as we're on the show. And so he, he looks like he's smiling. So I think that he's going to be lifted up by the, I don't think they're going to throw him out. I, I think the man, uh, uh, doesn't have definite, uh, opinions or, or he's, he's a poor leader and that he doesn't make definite decisions. He's kind of like ruling by, you know, polls kind of thing. I think if he gets that under his belt to have definite plans and or uh, how to make our country go forward, he might do better. I do believe that Canada is the best country in the world. That's why people are coming here. The immigration is high. We're a safe haven because we're a God-fearing uh, country that is the best country in the world. We have the, the, the most freedoms and the safest place to live. And that's going to continue. But uh, we need to have some pretty strict guidelines. We can't be so wishy-washy anymore. And this uh, 
the stuff with Mr. Ford going against the French universities and other people. We got to stop this pettiness in our in our country, not to let it creep in, because we do have the best country in the world. So, just for the record, you're seeing uh, Trudeau uh, prevailing in October 2019 mm-hmm. uh, with a minority government, but mm-hmm. the conservative leader Andrew Scheer will survive. It looks like it is up. The, the, the image I have, they have, um, they're holding him up. So, you know, I'm not sure if it's like throw him out the back door or throw him up in the stage. He's up. People are picking him up, but he has a smile on his face, so I think he's going to prevail. And I would take it to mean he's going to go through some tumultuous times. Nobody's going to survive. All right. Uh, let's go to the phones. Do we have uh, someone here? Is it Melanie in Toronto? Is she still with us? Melanie, good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Thank you for keeping me up. <laughs> but um, I believe that we're going to see, talking about tumultuousness, it's going to happen in between China and Russia. 90% of Russia, the old Soviet Union, you have, uh, most of it is less than 2 to 50 people per square kilometer. Now, we have uh, close to 3 million Chinese living in uh, the proper Russian territories. They are not going to go anywhere. And I believe that they are slowly moving in. And uh, we're going to have probably another 5 to 10 million moving in. And Putin is going to go up against China. And Putin will be begging the West to help him in the dispute because basically uh, there's about 30% of the territory uh, that's uh, disputed, like Krasnokamensk. It's a boundary in dispute. There's another one in uh, other places that are disputed. So we have huge empty spaces in Russia. Putin is going to be on his knees begging the West to help him. He will definitely forget totally about Ukraine because I think he's having serious problems with the population rising, the Chinese population, all the signs, all the, uh, all the, anything that's there is all in Chinese. It's not in Russian. And I don't think Putin has the guts to try to push out the Chinese from territory that was their own. All right, Melody, we're, we're coming up on a break here. Interesting Mm -hmm. points. Mm -hmm. Uh, Russia facing off in China. I think that's inevitable. Uh, that's certainly on uh, on Russia's uh, horizon. China also has huge problems, demographic problems. Their one-child policy will come home to roost. Uh, and um, they, they, they could be staring down a nuclear South Korea, a nuclear Japan, a nuclear Taiwan in the not-too-distant future. Those are my predictions as well. Back with more of The Conspiracy Show. Stay with us. When in doubt... Blame the government. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. And Dr. Douglas James Cottrell stays with us for a few moments yet. Uh, our predictions for 2019. And I've got another one for you. Um, this is on the entertainment front. Now, late night television, uh, these talk shows, uh, there has been an, an incredible erosion in their audience. I think they're down something like 32%. Not, I mean, people are getting fed up with all the politi- politics. Uh, that they're hearing in late night TV. We used to go to, you know, listen to the Tonight Show uh, for a laugh, and that just doesn't exist anywhere. And people are fed up with it. Uh, I'm 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 seeing the emergence of a new late night uh, talk show. Uh, it won't be overtly conservative, but it certainly won't be uh, sort of a Trump bashing uh, liberal type of uh, a program, which we're seeing on network television now. I'm seeing the emergence of this program and it'll be hugely successful, uh, largely because 
it's not overtly or overly political and and people will just be hungry for this and people are hungry for this kind of a program um anything anything else on the entertainment front that you see uh, douglas well uh, again the, the the world is uh um, america you're speaking of uh it's polarized and people see these late night shows as uh one way to to release their anger uh the, the problem is that everybody's so angry and they listen to the networks that agree with them. They don't listen to other people's uh, point of view because it just infuriates them. And, uh, I would, I would, I don't see that happening as far as a new network because there would have to be some audience or money to start it. But not, not a network, it's just a new show. It's- yeah, I would, you know, but I, I talked to people in California and somebody said to me, uh, we listen to CNN to uh, hear the reports and, uh, and find out what's going on in the, in the White House, and we listen to Fox uh, to make ourselves uh, crazy. So this, this whole idea between the two networks is like one's Democrat, one's Republican, and the people are just, and to pick up on what you're saying, they are fed up. They're just, it's crazy stuff, but it's, it's polarizing. So I don't see a new network or a new show or something like that. But I do see, you know, the weather and the conditions that are happening with, you know, California. I was talking to Susan, who was recounting how she had to move or leave her house at 10 o'clock at night. She was a guest on my show and how they left and their community ultimately was saved. But as they're driving out 10 o'clock at night, here's all these fire trucks, 50, 60 uh, trucks and crews uh, ready to go in and face the fire for people they don't know and protect property that they don't own. That's what's going to save the bacon uh, in the next situation. Uh, the, this is, you got to look at it this way. It's like a pendulum. Whatever swings one way is going to swing right back. This is by, uh, let's say, the universal balance. And uh, as far as entertainment goes, uh, you're right, everybody needs to laugh more. But I look at, your, I look at the entertainment now as people releasing that nervous tension. But people are able to pick up a gun and shoot people because they're angry. Uh, the world needs more people to say, hold on, it's going to be okay. You know, Trump is doing a lot of good stuff. Okay, Trump has got his hand in everybody's pocket, but it's okay. You're all right. Okay, you know, you know what I mean? Or Trump isn't so bad, or Hillary's not so bad. She's gone. Obama's gone. Why are we talking about this? Why don't we just talk about let's move forward? Look at these people who are, uh, you know, out there that we have to deal with. And this is, I think, what, what we in Canada do well. We deal with or talk to or work with anybody. This North America Trade Act that was just signed recently in Argentina or wherever it was, uh, this is going to be pretty good for us because they, it's, a, it's a pendulum swinging one way where everything was thrown out. Maybe with the bath water, now it's coming back. So I'm looking at this as being a time of extremes, but for those people who can stay uh, in the middle, and as your show says, looking for the truth, don't listen to the shows, don't get caught up in the rhetoric, but look for the truth yourself, and don't let anybody make up your own mind for you is the best um, frame of mind to be in. And then you won't be crazy, you won't hate anybody, you know, you'll be able to talk to your relatives who are, uh, Democrats and or your, your relatives that are Republicans 
and not get into a big fight because that's what's going on right now. Right. Yeah. I I was, as I say, we we have allowed politics to take up too much emotional space. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and politics is important, but we, you know, most rational, normal people want to go home and watch the hockey game uh, or, you know, they want to go out and, I don't know, have some beer with their buddies. Well, and they Uh, they do, Richard. When I was in Texas uh, a couple of times, uh, you don't, I was in Fort Worth, and politics is not even discussed. It's kind of like, you know, there's enough of this, whoever side you're on, we're not going to talk about it because it's only going to provoke an argument. And they're right. They want the middle. They want to go out for dinner. They want to take the kids, uh, you know, for for uh, Halloween or something. And I, I, one of my friends in Texas uh, texted me a picture, and he had a uh, one of those mechanical bulls in the backyard, and he had a big, you know, uh, mattress around it or a blow-up thing. And I said, wow, that's a really great idea. And he said to me, hey, this is Texas. This is what we do to have fun. <laughs> I'm going, this is it. This is what we need to do. Politics aside. Uh, and, but, you know, i got to agree with you, Richard, that people are getting bombarded with just, you know, who done it and who did it and what's going to happen. And, and uh, you know, I, I when people ask me what do I think about it, I say, well, good thing we have lawyers and judges and courts. That's the end. Right. Once it gets to the court, it's over. Right. And so anybody can be accused with anything, but until they're they're actually you know proven or whatever, you know, there's a lot of stuff. A lot of if you look at a lot of bad people are being found out, and that's one of the advantages of this time. We're finding out a lot of things in science, in the world, uh, in the politics, in the courts. We're finding the truth out, and that's why your show is so important, because you've always been a champion of the truth. People can agree with you or disagree with you. Me, too. We live in that controversial world. But as we see the truth, time goes by, and the truth prevails, or the truth of the prediction or the event comes out. It's not to get caught up in it. I mean, why do we hate each other? Why do we, Why can't we just say, I, I agree to disagree with you, okay? You're left, I'm right. I don't care. Let's let's sit down and have a drink. Uh, This this is where we need to go. This is the spiritual test we're in. Casey talked about a testing time between 68 and 98. I think it's more between 98 and, you know, 28. I think this is this testing or teaching time where we've got to take care of each other. I'm just going to make a couple of a couple of quick um, uh, predictions, and this one's not really going out too much on a limb. But 2019, again, sticking with the U.S. because it's the greatest show on earth. (laughs) Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Supreme Court Justice, 85 years old, she will step down, and there will be another controversial Supreme Court uh, pick. This will be a woman. This will be a uh, a Catholic with um, many children, and uh, she will be. Uh, she will be uh, tilting the the Supreme Court even more conservative. They will be. It'll be now six to three, and then um, also uh, Clarence Thomas uh, will will step down at the age of seventy six, and he will be also replaced by. Uh, well, he'll be uh, replaced by another conservative. He's conservative, so that's not going to affect. But it will be six to three. Ruth Bader Ginsburg will step down in 2019 because of uh, ongoing health difficulties. She's 85. The other thing I'm going to predict is that mm-hmm. that Trump is going to surprise a lot of people, and he's going to work with this new Democratic House, he and Nancy Pelosi, and they are going to get things done. 
and and she is going to resist all these calls for impeach Trump and all of that stuff. That's the worst thing that could happen to the Democrats is to basically have to to run on no platform other than you know get rid of Trump. Pelosi is going to rein in the radicals that were recently elected. Uh, and because she's a master negotiator like Trump, they are going to get things done. All right. Now, I want to ask you about health, uh, health care, medicine. What do you see? Well, I'm going to add to what you just said. If Trump can make it through the end of January, February, uh, that will be the hump. Okay, if he can make it past that without being impeached, then I, I think I would agree with what you just said. About health, uh, there's discoveries being made. In the finite world, as I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, we're looking at the disease in the body. There's going to be uh, more research and understanding about the silent killer in the body, which is called inflammation. Inflammation will be found to cause problems for Alzheimer's, for uh, uh, the various uh, stiff stiffness uh, in the body that affects the tendons and, and uh, Parkinson's and things like that. There was some recent research found that Parkinson's initially is found to start in the gut, something I've been talking about for years but never actually said and attached it to the word Parkinson's. Uh, again, Ramsey Raglan on YouTube videos has information on that. But we're going to be looking at getting to the cause of a mental stress, uh, emotional, uh, emotions are the construct and destructive forces. And we're going to get to that point of meditation and spirituality being a cure, a, a remedy for a lot of these physical ailments we have. But in the, in the small world, the microcosm, this is where we're going to find breakthroughs in how to get rid of cancers, how to get rid of tumors, cysts, and how the body works more, uh, and at the silent, the silent killer, that thing that gives us uh, 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 Alzheimer's and mental diseases, is going to be inflammation or fever inside the body. And then there's also a sinus in the back of the neck uh, that has recently been discovered, and that's going to be explored uh, and found uh, as to how to remedy that for people that have migraines or severe headaches. That's going to be the remedy. They're going to, they're going to say, oh, look, we got another sinus in the back of the head that's causing all these Blood pressure problems. Douglas, I want to just very quickly, Albert is uh, chomping at the uh, at the bit here, champing at the bit, I should say. He's got some <laughs> predictions. So uh, very quickly, ra- rattle those off, Albert. Let, let, let him rip. I'll give my top one. 2019 is the year we get a meaningful UFO flap where they're going to come out with the heavy stuff, where it's like definite, no doubt. We have free energy. It came from an advanced civilization. Like, you know, they're feeding the – it's on the verge of breaking. You know, the Marine Dowd is on it, Podesta, Tom DeLonge. They, they, it's finally going to break. All right. All right. Good one, Albert. Douglas, so. very I quickly, so. how, does, how do we sign up for that remote viewing course again? Douglas James Cottrell dot com courses C O are now C O T T R E L L. I'm on you know if you have trouble just go Douglas James something and I'll pop up on Google but it's Douglas James dot com. I'm I'm all over the web. And when you get Douglas James Cockrell store, when you get there, go to the courses and consider if you have any experience tonight where you have been able to see remote view and you're interested in, in considering yourself to be like Edgar Casey, if you're an Edgar Casey student, or if you're Paul Solomon, or if you've known, known Ross Peterson, or you've followed my it. work, gotta go. now's the time to come on down. All right. Click on. Thank you, my friend. DouglasJamesCottrell.com. Thank you, Albert. Thank you, Faz. Thank you, Ryan. Back next week with a brand new program. Rosemary Ellen Guiley, Open Lines. See you then.
This is Zuma Radio, CFZM-FM and CFZM-AM. Owned and operated by MZ Media Incorporated.